Hi y'all, thanks for taking the time to listen to this installment of Go South, Old Man, a somewhat weekly podcast where a northern-born southerner explores some of the lesser-known things in and around the southeastern United States. Now in this episode, we're going to hike up a very common geological feature here in the southeast, a monadnock, and a very special one at that, but we'll get to that. I guess I should first explain what a monadnock is. It's simply a hill or mountain that stands out by itself. It's not part of some mountain range or chain of mountains. They just seem to pop up from a relatively flat area around them. They're found worldwide, not just around here. And in fact, the name comes from Mount Monadnock up in New Hampshire. In other places across the globe, they're also known as Inselbergs. Some famous examples you might know of here in the U.S. include Devil's Tower out in Wyoming, Sugarloaf Mountain up in Maryland, and most of Joshua Tree National Park. But the southeast is especially blessed with them. In fact, half of the biggest ones occur here including King and Pilot Mountains up in North Carolina, Glassy, Little, and Paris Mountains in South Carolina, Stone, Lost, Kennesaw, Arabia, Alcove, and Panola down here in Georgia. And it's this last one, Panola Mountain, that we're hiking, or I'm hiking anyway, in this episode. So... What's so special about this little thousand-foot-high granite hill some 20 miles southeast of Atlanta? Why not do the much bigger and and well-known mountains like Kennesaw or Stone, or even the National Heritage Area over at Arabia Mountain? Ah, a good question, my intelligent listener. Well, Kennesaw and Stone Mountains are extremely popular. And they draw large crowds. In fact, they probably see more visitors in a week than Panola does in a whole year. And that's fine. But in this podcast, of course, we're looking for lesser known things. So why so few visitors to Panola? Well, we have to actually go back about 150 years or so. You see, the growing country needed granite to build its new federal government buildings in places like Washington, D.C. And it just so happens that Stone, Arabia, and Panola Mountains are each one big seamless chunk of, that's right, granite. So, mining began. And you can still see some of the mining stuff over at Arabia Mountain. And a lot of that stone ended up in buildings like the U.S. Naval Academy at Annapolis, Maryland. But that's a story for another day. What was quickly discovered, though, was that the rock at Panola was no good for building. So virtually no mining happened here. And it was basically considered a useless piece of property and basically ignored. The mountain and surrounding lands passed hands many times and was eventually bought by a businessman out of Atlanta where he built a small lake and cabin 
as a retreat for his family back in the 1940s. His grandchildren would eventually sell it to Georgia, and today it's Panola Mountain State Park. Once the state got their hands on it, naturalists quickly discovered numerous plants growing up here that grow nowhere else. These plants no longer are found in any vast quantities on Stone or Arabia Mountains due to the mining and or foot traffic. So, it also became Georgia's first conservation area to preserve this pristine patch of nature. To further protect the mountain's plants and environment, hiking up on the mountain is strictly limited to ranger-guided hikes only. And these hikes usually last about two hours or so and cost around $15 a person. They only do these hikes about once a month or so. And so when I saw the opportunity to not only hike to this restricted area, but also do it at a time where we could watch the sun set over Atlanta in the distance, well, I just couldn't pass it up. The first thing that strikes you as you emerge from the thick forest at the base of the mountain, is there's a sudden lack of trees. And it's replaced instead by a long, smooth incline of solid rock. It kind of reminded me of hiking higher peaks where there's a tree line above which large trees don't grow. But here, it's not caused by the altitude. It's because of the fact that the trees can't get their roots down into the solid rock. The second thing that you notice is the plant life itself. There's reindeer and resurrection moss, prickly pear cactus, small drifts of unusual yellow daisies, and lichens of all kinds covering the bare rock. Many plants I've never seen before. Here and there, a young pine tree is sprouted in a depression but skeletons of medium-sized trees indicate that they probably don't have a very bright future, and there are no deciduous trees at all. Another thing that grabs your attention is the color and erosion patterns in the rock itself, and you get that eerie feeling like you're possibly on another planet. The lack of big trees provides a great viewing to the east, and you can see that off in the distance the low, bald summit of Arabia Mountain. Looking to the north, you'll see Stone Mountain jutting up starkly from the flat ground around it. And out to the west, you get a good view of the city of Atlanta rising up through a bit of haze of a summer evening. At the very top of the small mountain, it was quiet except when an occasional jet from the airport 20 miles to the east flew over. But there was also a very refreshing breeze, much different than the stifling humidity in the woods just a few hundred feet below. It was expressed by more than one of my fellow hikers, and there were six of us in total, how they wished they could just sleep up here for the night. When the ranger mentioned the fact that this was also prime snake habitat, some, like my bride, began to rethink that idea. Well, the sunset was beautiful, though partially clouded by some clouds. 
It's still allowed enough bright orange uh, to come through to satisfy everyone. With the crescent moon rising high behind us in a clear sky. As darkness quickly came, we headed back down into the woods below. The whole hike was about a mile and a half to two miles and was at a very leisurely pace. It wouldn't be a problem for most people. Even though the ranger made it sound like we were going to scale the Matterhorn, it turned out not to be that bad. I do want to thank our very knowledgeable and friendly guide, Veronica. Nice job, Ranger. Panola Mountain, along with Stone and Arabia, can be hiked. In fact, the state of Georgia uh, sponsors its Monadnock Madness every March, wherein if you hike three of the mountains in the month, they give you some kind of award or certificate. And it's a very popular thing to do around here. March is also the time when some of the rarer plants bloom up on the mountain. So it's a great time to go find yourself a Monadnock adventure. Now, there are other hiking and biking trails in and around Panola Mountain State Park. And they connect over to the Arabian Mountain Heritage Area. And none of those require any kind of ranger guide, so they can be done anytime. They also offer archery classes here, if any of that interests you. So overall, Panola Mountain is an extremely unique place, and I'd highly recommend if you have the opportunity, schedule a time to take a hike up there. You won't regret it. So until next time, thanks for listening and stay curious.